everyone. Welcome to the PCN Podcast. I'm Brazilian. Alongside me, we got AJ. On our panel today, we have B-Don, Dorsey, Zlatan, and Thon. So, special thanks to our sponsor, King of Crack, for putting together a World Cup tournament so good that Panic scrapped it for his and joined. All right, (laughs) Dorsey, let's start this off with some transfers. So we have our transfer window open right now, open last Sunday after the games, and it will close before the games on Sunday. We've already seen, I think, about 10 deals have gone through transfers, and then I think a couple loan signings. So we'll start with some of the bigger ones in Super League. We saw that cream cheese who started the season at PSG, had a brief spell at Spurs. He is now back to Lyon, where he played last season. Looks like he will be slotting in at center mid. I know as a Lyon player, I think myself and Brazilian can attest that we've kind of had some inconsistencies in midfield, and so hopefully he can really give us a jolt there in the midfield. Even though he's more of a natural winger, you know, I think he's a talented enough player that he can give us some creativity there. And then another big Super League signing was Flat Diamond, actually going to Chivas from Dortmund. Chivas is a team that definitely still needs some help, don't they, Brazilian? Yeah, definitely. Chivas are actually in that spot where they're fighting for, uh, they're fighting to avoid relegation and they're right on that borderline. I think that's a really good signing for them going forward because, you know, as I'll mention later in the podcast, they're a team that while they've picked up a couple points recently have really struggled, especially with that goal difference in the back needing to fix that leaky defense. But they're a team that I believe now has the ability to stay in this division as long as they keep turning some of those draws into wins and keep it on top of it that way. Mm-hmm. And then a couple teams a little further up the table that I think are still kind of in the market for a couple pieces. I've heard specifically from some players at Young Boys that their midfield is just not quite up to par this season. That's kind of what's holding them back. So don't be surprised if they try to get at least one or two of those players in before the window closes. And then New York City has been a really, you know, kind of quiet surprise there at the top of the table. Gave us a really good game in the cup last night, which we'll get to later. But they kind of just need some more creativity. They don't really have anyone scoring a lot of goals, getting a lot of key passes. Um, I could definitely see both of those teams trying to hold on to what they have, but then also maybe make a couple more additions. And then on the D1 front, we've actually seen probably some of the biggest transfers have been going from Super League to D1. We've seen Triple, who has gone from Roma to Inter, going to give Inter a new starting goalkeeper for their title push. You saw Cafetero also leave Roma going to Ajax, who's going to help out in Ajax's midfield as they try to get promotion. And then we've also seen Midlos, who's a kind of creative uh, attacking mid striker option, going from Spurs back to play with some of his boys at Barcelona. And they definitely, they're another team kind of like New York City that doesn't have a real high top scorer. They're kind of, their goal difference compared to the rest of the top six or seven in D1 is a little bit lacking. So, you know, those are some big money moves already that could pay dividends and could be the things that get those teams into Super League next season. Now on to the team of the week for Super League. This is the second team of the week so far with our player of the week, FIFA Talentless, leading the line. Ibra, you have a couple city players in here. Tell us a little bit about them, how they contributed for this award this week. We have four players this team of the week, and honestly, I'm really content with how my team's been playing. Eric's been great up top, deciding whether to finish or whether to pass across goal. Jigsaw has been lights out at camp. Honestly, have no complaints at all. He's been great in holding up the ball, looking for chances. Wanyama's just been a rocket defense, man. He's been great. There's been several games that we could have lost, but we won because of his great defensive presence in the midfield. Been solid at center back all season long, man. And it's pretty crazy because this is his first season as an actual center back. He just started playing it as a joke, and 
this season decided he wanted to become a center back, and I, you know, let him have a shot, and he's been doing great, man. No complaints there. Will has really impressed me. When City had last season, they, for the most part, they had good defenders, and there were some, some, you know, you kind of struggled to maybe find a strike partner, but I think the difference between City this year and last year is the midfield. You know, you got Wanyama at the base, you got Jigsaw Cam, you know, Kangaroo just, Mother Kangaroo just missed out on another team of the week. You have Splinter at the other spot. I don't know if there's a better midfield four in the whole PCN right now. I think River Plate would maybe argue that, but I think that's been the key right now, at least for me, in terms of City climbing up the table. Yeah, I agree with that completely, especially now that their strike partnership's really clicking. They're both feeding each other left and right. They've both contributed multiple goals and assists to each other. I think they're both in the 10 or in the double digits for both, correct? We're definitely both top 10 strikers right now. Yeah, and then we do have Twifties and Kessie are a couple, and Phil the Fish. They are all repeat members from the first team of the week, so they are well on their ways to earning teams of the season. And then special shout-out to couple of defenders on lower end teams, but they're, they're still doing their jobs. Snowboarder778 from PSG, doing all he can to keep PSG out of the relegation zone. And my boy Wayne Flexky at Bayern Munich earning his first ever team of the week, really made that transition from CDM to fullback pretty seamlessly. And I'm excited to see where he and Bayern go from here now that they're starting to finally pick up some points. Dorsey, how about yourself in that team of the week, huh? Yeah, and it's it's mainly because of my offense. I think I had four assists, four key passes, a goal. You know, I, I try to do my thing offensively, but I don't like to talk about myself very much, but I, I feel like my kind of creative play has improved over the seasons. I think I used to be someone who would get like maybe two goals, two assists in a season, and I think in all competitions I'm up to eight or nine assists, which is already a career high for me. So, you know, I enjoy setting my teammates up. Munchie has Really, really been awesome for us in Lyon, and we've had some other players who've been pitching in with goals here and there as well. It's all about my offense, he says. 49 possessions won. <laughs> Makes it sound like you got a bad offense in front of you. I do like my X button. It is the best button in FIFA. All right, moving on to the league. Man City sitting first now, which is an interesting sight. Granted, River Plate are one point behind with a whopping four games in hand, but I think this is a sign that City need to be taken more seriously in this league. They've been playing out of their skin recently, handing who else but River Plate their first loss of the season. I, I don't know if City will win the league, but they're definitely one of the number one picks for second place, which at this point, given the team that statistically is more likely, just based off the fact they have the games in hand and only one point behind, you know, I think City are a strong favorite for second. There's still a lot of games to be played. Yes, they definitely have four games in hand, and we can't be drawing or losing games. Personal really hurt us. We need to regain our form. Currently, we haven't been playing at our best. To do that, then I truly believe that we can contend for this title. River Plate just ended a fat 13-game undefeated streak. Now, I don't know enough about the game between them and City. Ibra, what went well for you guys? Um, it was actually a very even game. It could have gone either way. There weren't very many chances created from either side. We got one chance. Eric put it away, and uh, that really decided. Nice, man. Good stuff. All right, man, you have crept into third with a good string of performances, especially by upping their goal difference with a pillage-worthy 8-0 win over Spurs. Two games in hand, it'll be interesting to see what they do, particularly given their form. Orlando sitting in fourth, and honestly, if I were them, I wouldn't be too upset about it. Yes, they were better at the start of the season, but they've only lost two games, albeit they've drawn three, but it's a sign that they're a team that know how to play and play well together. Young boys have dropped into sixth, but only two wins is what separates first from seventh. 
And with most teams having games in hand, this table could be all over the place next week. And not to forget Juventus, of course. They're sitting there in fifth. It's really tight right there between, like Brazilian said, between first and seventh. It's only two wins really separating them. Young boys do have that game in hand, but you're starting to see Juventus kind of climb back up. You know, whether the damage has been done in terms of the title race, that remains to be seen. Depend. It really just depends on it, River Plate and whether, you know, they can keep up this run or not. And I think you can't count on Arsenal there in seventh either. They're tied on points, just one goal difference basically back of Young Boys. So I was kind of saying the top eight was kind of separating themselves last week. Unfortunately, Lyon, we had a really rough week in the league, and it might be a top seven race now for, uh, trying to get in that top six. Yeah, normally I don't talk about Lyon since they're my club, but I'll shed some brief light on our form recently. We started the season fairly hot, but have since fallen into 10th. Bringing back cream cheese and misfit could prove to be steps forward towards more success, but overall performances in the Lyon camp have been relatively poor, both going forward and at the back. But hey, I just play there. Now, if I can backtrack real quick, Thon, now that you're here, I'd like to ask you about your take on the City vs. River Plate game. It was you guys' first loss. What was going through your mind when that was going on? First of all, like, we need to think about, like, our confidence. I think, like, because we are too overconfident, that, that's the reason we lost to Man City. And then the second up is the improper lineup. And because we know that quick is better, at center back, but like we put him at the left back position, so we put in uh, him in an awkward situation. We also know that Man City, like you know, they try their hardest to uh, practice, like even the day before there for our match. But like uh, we uh, doesn't care about that, and we still think that we could beat them. So going forward, do you think you guys just need to take the league a little more seriously, and you know, lock in for practices versus you know, compared to Man City who are on all the time? Yeah, I think like because after the loss, I think from now on we will be like prepare for any opponent and not underestimate them. And what are your thoughts on a couple of the players who made Team of the Week from River Plate in Kessie and FIFA Talentless? Like Kessie, he in the PCN and you guys already know him. He one up like the best striker in the league and then Talentless, he really good at pressuring people. The, and also in he in the really good positioning to score the rebound goal, and I'm really happy to see like some of the river play on the team of the week. That's insightful. Thank you, Thon. Atlanta United have been really finding their form recently with big wins over Dortmund and Schalke, as well as drawing NYCFC in a close loss to Orlando. They're the only team below tenth with a positive goal difference, which is a sign they're on the up. Hopefully. I'd like to see them continuing to compete for better positioning in the table, but they sit 16 points behind 7th place currently, and at this rate, it looks like it might be a stretch to get any farther. Apart from a home walkover, Chivas have had a tough run of form, highlighted with a 2-1 loss to Tottenham. Now, I don't know enough about the Chivas boys to comment much, but you think they'd be trying to take advantage of the now-open transfer window to try and secure a spot in the top flight for next season? I hope so. You know, hopefully they worry a little bit more about their, you know, getting 11 on and their form than their, their biz or the biz, however they like to pronounce it, as they like to talk about in the Xbox chat, which for those of you who are in the manager chat, you're really missing out on some quality banter by the Chivas guys. They are riling everybody up with their big conversation. They actually snuck in 16th, one spot above AC Milan, who, you know, we say it every week, but it's just it's it's just kind of unbelievable how they're just sitting there. You know, they've only got a minus six goal difference. The team directly above them has a minus thirty one. The team directly below them has a minus thirty nine goal difference. So 
you got to think eventually that's going to even out, but with only two wins, which is tied for second worst in the division, this may actually be a team that gets relegated this season. Yeah, on to relegation, however. Now, Tottenham, they picked up one win against the aforementioned Chivas, but still very leaky defensively, conceding 19 in the past four. If they can focus on improving their back line, they might just stay in this division because they're one win away from escaping the relegation zone. But it's in a big but. All the results have to fall into their favor if they want to keep climbing. Bayern are also pretty close to the escape, having picked up a win and a draw in their last few games, but still suffer from some defensive leaks. I'd hate to see Bayern go, but they're looking likely if they can't turn some of those draws into wins. I agree. You know, they've got the best defense in the bottom seven with only 32 conceded in 17, which is the kind of mark you might see in the mid-table or even upper middle. I mean, Orlando have conceded 28. They've only conceded four goals more than a fourth-place team. The difference is they're just still struggling to get consistent goals. They've got 12 and 17, which is better than when I think they were at 3 and 8 or 3 and 10. But you still, unless you're scoring at least a goal a game, I, I just don't see this team staying up. Agreed. And finally, on to Dortmund, who have won just one game in their last 17 played, conceding 58 goals along the way. It'd take nothing short of a miracle to change their status, but I applaud them heavily for coming each week to slug it out with the rest of the Super League. That kind of dedication will help them if they do end up going down to D1 and staying together. And I think they they come back 10 times stronger as a result. All right, Dorsey, on to the Cups. Yep. So, Cup time. We are now down to the semifinals of our League Cup. We saw Bayern get a fortunate walkover over Schalke last night. We saw Inter Milan narrowly beating Benfica 2-1. to one, And we can get to that a little bit later with our man Bidon. We had Lyon. We had a really tight game with New York City back and forth. We got a late, I think, 80-something minute winner against 32 against New York City. And then Orlando blew a 3-0 lead against Arsenal and lost it in extra time, 4-3. to So our semifinals are going to be Bayern and Lyon and Inter and Arsenal. So definitely not the better's choice at the beginning of the season, I think, for who you think would have won this cup. But, you know, someone's going to come away with some very well-earned silverware in just a couple weeks' time. And then on to our Royal Cup. We're starting to get back to things looking a little more even. We've got two more weeks of the Royal Cup going on. A couple of the highlights of teams look like they've already qualified. Manchester United from Group A are 4-0 with 12 points. I don't think there's any way they can be caught. Juventus, even though they were slacking a little bit in the league and dropped out of the League Cup, they are 4-0 in Group E and they are qualified. And then Manchester City in sort of the group of death along with Orlando, Lyon, and Inter. They have 12 points. They've been perfect. They look like they're going to go through. And Inter, even though they've done really well in the League Cup and they're doing really well in D1, they only have one draw and three losses, so that may not be the competition for them. But has there been anything, Zlatan, that's really worked for you guys in the Royal Cup, or has it just been kind of a continuation of what you guys have been doing in the league? Yeah, Dorsey, I'd have to say it's kind of a continuation of what's been going on in the league. Everybody stays locked in for the league games, and we kind of just play the cup games as we would a league game. We don't really change the lineup. So, yeah, that's how it's been working for us. Cool, cool. All right, and moving on to Division One, we're going to start off with the team of the week, just like we did in Super League. We had a couple repeat offenders, just like we did in Super League. You know, Edgar, 11, Ramos from IX continues to lead from the management spot, made his second team of the week. Saw SS Spurs from Inter Milan make another team of the week fullback. Rio TV, XIX Mastermind, a couple strikers continuing to do well. And 
Our player of the week this week was Inform Lewandowski, player from your club, Bidon. That's correct, isn't it? Yes, sir. He's my striker. The man puts goals in when you give them to him. Perp made the team of the week as well as Forza26. I think that's how you pronounce it. And then yourself yes, also were able to make team of the week. I was. I feel like I was slighted. I should have been starting, but we won't go into that. <laughs> I only got I only got six games this week. I had to work on Wednesday, but eight goals and seven assists in six games. I, I felt pretty good about it, but I couldn't have did it without my team. I, everybody on my team's on the same page, and we're going to be hard to beat. We just need Enter to drop some points and Leverkusen to drop some points. Amen. I think what you're seeing is just this team of the week is really filled with Bayer, Leverkusen, Inter Milan, and Benfica players. Those are the teams in form, really. And I think my new favorite name in PCN is Tom Tom Ba. I don't know where he got that name from, but he made team of the week with only five games for fullback. So, you know, great name, great player. Looking to looking to see more of him. And AJ is having a few issues with his mic tonight, so I'm gonna kind of lead the D1 discussion. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Sorry. Yes. Guys. Yeah, AJ's gonna gonna get a new mic, and hopefully that will yeah. fix things. Don't go cheap on your goods. Let that be a lesson <laughs> to you all out there. So Inter Milan are still leading the pack. I think actually Bayer Leverkusen were leading it last week, but the two of them are kind of just fighting back and forth. They've got 37 points, still the best defense in the division by quite a good margin. Oh, They've got yeah. Bayern two points behind in second place. They do have a game in hand, though, so, you know, win that, and they could easily be in first. And then we've got Benfica, who are just a team charging up the table, up to third, look like a team that's not content with just a playoff spot. They look like they want to be in the top two for promotion. We're trying to win it. <laughs> We're trying to win the league. <laughs> I mean, uh, we're definitely going to need Enter to drop some points. They're a tough team to beat. Uh, there's no love lost there. Cooper Valley doesn't like me at all, but I still love you, Cooper. And uh, Leverkusen, I, we played them as Ajax. We beat them as Ajax when I was there. I haven't played them since. Evidently, they've got their stuff together. Pretty good team, it looks like. Yeah. Barcelona's a tough, tough opponent, too. And then Napoli as well. Probably going to be your top five. Yeah, Barcelona is just three points off of Benfica. They got a game in hand. Still doing pretty well. RB Leipzig have kind of snuck up into that top five. They're tied with Napoli on points. They're just one goal ahead on goal difference. Napoli's starting to make up some of those games they were behind on. And then Club America doing doing kind of surprisingly well. They got nine wins. They just need to pick up some draws if they want to, um, you know, maybe creep a little bit. They gave, us, and, they gave and, us a tough and, battle, too. But they have four games in hand in most of the table, so... I believe once they start playing those games, they will probably shoot back into that top four or five. You could be right. I'm, I'm not going to speak about IX, and they also don't like me very much. I've made a lot of enemies here in PCN, but, you know. Well, we got you, B-Don, <laughs> who, who I've been told is the, the favorite redneck of PCN. That's what I heard. What exactly <laughs> went down with IX? What Why did Benfica kind of turn into a new team from the offspring of IX? So without trying to throw anybody under the bus because I'm not that kind of guy, Basically, we went to Ajax at the beginning of the season, me and my guys. We had a club that was pretty high ranked on the leaderboards, never played 11s. We weren't like a competitive team. We wanted to try it out and see if we could get us all on the same team. So we messaged, you know, last season's bottom of the table guys, see if we can get a team or maybe get on a team. And Ajax's manager said that, you know, we could get on there. Well, it it turned into a me trying to run the team as a player and, him not liking it because it was all my guys. And then eventually we butted heads and it had to go. We lucked up and got Benfica, started in 11th, which was tough. But, you know, we've made it to third already. So I feel like we're a pretty good team. 
We did. We never came up with a good name for it, but you did best them a couple weeks ago, three to one in the league. Did you not? We did. We did. I kind of assumed we were going to. They're good players. There's nothing against you know the the manager or the co-manager. They're they're good players, but I figured with them having to put a whole new team together, when me and my guys had you know we have years of chemistry, some of us. So I mean, it's gonna it was gonna be tough for them. Mm-hmm. And then last thing, kind of on you guys, you did get knocked out of the cup last night, two to one to enter. Was that a really even game? Just a couple things didn't go your way, or what was oh, kind every of- game with every game with enters an even game? They keep the ball and they don't give it back. And it's like playing, you know, American football and running the ball and just winning seven nothing. That's yeah. the way they play. That's and I, I will say they got two really squeaky goals. Both of them, I think both of us know we're kind of lucky. And our goal could have been lucky too. Probably should have been zero zero. But you know, I, I give them props. They're a good team. They're, they're bad at trash talking, but they're a very good team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are a good team. <laughs> And then moving a little further down the table, with Valencia finally, you know, their their manager been under some turmoil for pretty much since he's been the manager there. There's always been something going on. They finally have a new team kind of in there. So we'll see how they do going forwards. Shakhtar continue to slowly rise up. They're up to 14th with 10 points. You know, that's a team that I can tell they have the passion. Those guys really, I don't know if they had experience, but they definitely are a team that, that want to win. I already saw their manager is going to be managing the World Cup. Oh, and what team he, does he have? So Daddy Akins, yeah. he's going to be managing Nigeria. Oh, good uh, for him. But put up a really good uh, recruiting post. I thought Ricky was maybe going to go join him. So I'm just looking forward to see what those guys do going forward. Just seem like a really good group. I hope we can play them at some point. And they're sticking uh, with it, right, you know? Yeah, they're there. sticking with it. And LA Galaxy, PSV, those are a couple teams that have gotten new managers recently. And, you know, they're at the bottom right now. But, you know, when you get a new team in, you know, they're a little too far, obviously, probably to get promoted this season, you know, 20-something points out. But right. if, you, if you can start to get, pick up some points, get to mid-table, put a good foundation in for next season, you know, anything is possible. And LA Galaxy has been picking up players because two of the guys that play with us late at night, we didn't have room on our roster for them, so I tried to get them to sign for other teams and stuff. And uh, two of them are playing for LA Galaxy now, so That's they good. may be okay. That's good. See, Napoli are up to sixth. You were down a little bit last week. I think you had a couple games in hand. You still have one in hand that if you won, you would move up to fourth. So things starting to get righted at Napoli, AJ? Slowly, man. We did a change in formation. It helped quite a bit, man. It's a long season. If I can think of one thing, it's just how long the season is. It doesn't seem long. You're going to start out hot. You're going to get cold. You're going to have to figure it out. And you, I guess over the course of 30 games, you start to figure it out. So I feel like we're starting to figure out what, what we are. Because we are still new. But I guess truly knowing what you are and what works, that takes a little bit of time. I know after this week, I know who we were playing. The competition, no, no offense to them, but having to put a team together really quickly and they only played five or six guys I think it was when we we played PSV so we beat them 5-0 but then uh like Leipzig they gave us a hard time two to one but to put two wins on the board is a is a good feeling as opposed to I, I think anybody who's played any amount of this soccer can always say going home with no wins or just losing or pulling a draw it just it does not feel as good and it can really affect if your team is going to continue to go up or plateau or go down. And so I'm happy to say I feel like we're in a we're in a good spot. You have 29 points in 15. 
that's right at like the two to two points a game ratio. That's that's maybe not a title winning form, but that's definitely you know you're going to be in the playoff mix and because we're, we're right about the halfway point. Most teams in D1 have either 15 or 16 played. Inter, Bayer, Benfica with their form, I think those are your title favorites. I, agree. I think Barcelona, Leipzig, Napoli, maybe Club America and IX. That's maybe kind of your your playoff teams. Yep. No, we'll we'll see where it goes from here, but I, I at least for me this is and maybe it's because we're doing the podcast, maybe it's because there's been a little more tragic from D1, but to me this has been easily the most fascinating, interesting, entertaining D1 season that we've had yet, and that's just awesome to see because for a long time people called this the Mickey Mouse League. It was sort of just an afterthought, right? But. I, I think the players are taking it seriously. The managers are taking it seriously, and it's really showing this oh, season. I, pr- I appreciate you saying that. That goes, you know, even out to you, B. Don, and you know, Bayer. When you guys, you guys over there, and Inter, and Barcelona, and Leipzig, and even America pushing, and Zen and Ajax with Ramos trying to rebuild, Porto at tenth. I think whoever is going to get promoted next season, if they keep their team together, whoever it is, is going to give Super League teams issues. You know, it's not just going to be a bottom of the table. This is going to be like. Any of those three teams, if they stay together, could give can give a lot of a lot of trouble in the Super League because they're good. They're just they're any of those top six could take it. It's kind of neat, nice to watch. Makes me feel proud in a way, you know, to root for our guys. Yeah, and hopefully the teams that don't get promoted, those teams that just miss out, hopefully they just come back next season hungrier, add more talent, you know. And I really we've had a couple All Star games so far between Super League and Division One and. They both were kind of blowouts. Super League really didn't have too much issue. I think this year's All-Star game could be really interesting because yeah. there are definitely some Super League quality players that keep getting those Team of the Weeks and will be in Team of the Season that, you know, I hope prove themselves next year in Super League. Well, um, you know, I always, you know, I've always got to be the bad guy in PCN because that's, oh. that's what sells fights. So I just want everybody to know that I play AJ on Sunday. Ooh, that's a great <laughs> call out actually. <laughs> that is a great call out. And now you're going to get the wood handed to you, son. You're going to oh, get handed to you in a way that she didn't want. All right. So. Well, I, I bet it gets you last time, Benfica. Maybe it'll inspire you again. I'm going to go 1 0 Napoli. Oh. We don't park the bus, son. We go after your throat. Ooh, this is going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. It is. Game. I'm going to talk trash all the way up to the game, AJ. We we're still boys. And then the last thing kind of want to shout out is we finally have our World Cup information up on the site. We've got 17 managers and nations selected. So if you are interested in signing up for a World Cup team, I think managers are starting to put up their recruiting posts, starting to put up their call-up posts. So feel free to contact them. If you want to manage yourself, we still do have those spots open, and the teams available are on the forum. That will obviously be in August after the season, but you know more information is on the forum, and we hope everyone will try to participate in that. And I think that will about do it for this week's podcast. We'll have a guest on next week, I believe. And before we leave for today's podcast, we're going to leave you with a little bit of fun time with Thon. We had a little bit of trouble getting him into the recording studio. It's a few minutes of a funny discussion and trying to work out our technical difficulties. So I hope you guys enjoy this. What's up, Thon? What's up? I'm on a call right now. You're the guy, No way! <laughs> yeah. Don, 
<laughs> hey, Don, you got headphones you can use oh, at all? Oh, man. Yeah. And you have your headphones right now. Oh, you are? Okay, right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whoever, you're, whoever you're riding with, just ask that they don't, like, That's his mom. Talk. She just slapped the shit out of him, I bet. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Alright, Breaking out my Google Google Translate. <laughs> See what hey, he they This is awesome. This is awesome. We were we were a at PCN. We are we're a <laughs> That's Thailand, right? That has to be here. No, he's, he's from Vietnam. I just want to go Damn it. on record. Yeah, he's Vietnamese. Too bad they didn't make the World Cup. We would have gave him that team for sure. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> Vietnam signed. Yeah, dude, I love the way you say you're like in Vietnam. <laughs> we we used to call it Nam. I want to go on record and say that beat on sounds exactly the same. Incredibly racist, but that's not. racist. Please to think that I sound racist. Don, just make sure your mic's muted unless you're about to talk, just so that way we don't hear like the background noise of your car and stuff. Okay, wait, wait. Hey, me. tell tell me like in uh, like you know is it making noise right now or no? It's like kind of faint, but uh, yeah, just a little. I like it. I like you can it. press the the mute button on Discord on your phone. It's just a little microphone button in the bottom left. You can press that. That the thing I didn't. I don't have it. That's weird, though. <laughs> so why can't I hear Tom in the slightest bit? <laughs> Let me check this voice setting. I think AJ lives in the mountains. No, oh, I oh, do. uh, Thon, you have to go, like, when you have to, like, in the bottom right, you see how it's, like, there's the little circle when, when anyone talks? That's the thing, I don't see that circle, that's weird. <laughs> Normally, I, I saw it before. <laughs> wait, wait, let me take out my freaking headphone. God, it's gonna be amazing. This is gonna be awesome. Oh, no, you mm-hmm. made hear Thon, okay. I can't hear him. <laughs> Don fucking left. What? We we insulted his culture. He's back. All right, Don. Did you find the mute button? (laughs) Take that as a no. I think he found the off button. (laughs) Oh, so the best thing I've ever been a part of, guys. Dude, I'm (laughs) so excited to get Don in here. It's gonna be so fun to hear him because he. I was like, "You're allowed to roast talentless." He's like, "I'm in." Like, it didn't take anything. He's like, I was like, I want to be, like, I want you to be on the podcast. He's like, do I have to talk about River Plate? I'm like, yeah. He's like, can I talk about Talentless? I'm like, you can say whatever you want about Talentless. He's like, I'm in. <laughs> and now he's gone. Uh, Hello, you guys hear me? Yep. Because, like, the Arnold, the mute button, when I saw it, then, then I don't, don't hear you guys at all. That's weird. No. Which which mute button? Because you might be hitting the hang up button. It's right in the middle. No, no, I know that the mute button because I did it before with my before. You can click on your name and then press server. Is that the one you're pressing server mute? That's why you can't hear any of us. You muted the entire channel. <laughs> that's weird, man. That's that's annoying me. Look, hey, right here. Yeah, just let us know when you get home and then hop back in here. All right.